Welcome to our podcast, Are You There Universe, hosted by me, Jamie Wu, and Sunny Yu, two high-achieving Asian-American women recovering from burnout. Join us as we embark on a journey to reclaim ourselves and inner power, unpack and explore the transformative nature of social change and justice at the level of the spirit, and heal our past traumas by exploring our present. Because when you heal yourself, you heal the world. When you evolve, the world evolves with you. So it just so happens that this episode is being released during a period of time when friends and family uh, like to come together and consider what they're thankful for. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought it would be especially meaningful to just not only talk about gratitude, Mm -hmm. but how that intersects with mindfulness and and perhaps even maybe uh, revisit some of the concepts we talked about this season as it relates to gratitude and Mm -hmm. how we can cultivate that. Yeah, that sounds great. I mean, Thanksgiving is such a, almost a universal, I think of it like Mm -hmm. a universal holiday, just in terms of how in Korea, we celebrate something similar. It's called Chuseok or it's called Autumn Eve. It's usually in September and in the middle of that month. And it's a time where we give thanks to our ancestors while Mm -hmm. also celebrating the harvest in preparation Mm -hmm. for the winter. Mm -hmm. And because of this association, I think of Thanksgiving in terms of like, oh, wow, it's so awe-inspiring that there are all these traditions for celebrating Mm. the harvest. Mm. And I tend to think of this period of time as an opportunity to reflect on my lineage, history, and upon whose shoulders I stand, which (laughs) is complicated Uh, considering that I now live in the U.S. as a first-generation U.S. citizen. Yeah, and I also, it's interesting that you bring up the other cultural traditions and honoring your ancestors and your history, right? Because the Mm -hmm. history of Thanksgiving in this country Mm -hmm. is based on Native genocide, right? Mm -hmm. And so for us to also give thanks and express gratitude, it's also to honor those communities and to recognize our role in that Mm -hmm. very traumatic period of time? So much. When I moved to Ann Arbor for my graduate school, I was very honored to take courses on Native American literature and Mm -hmm. history because it has very deep roots in Mm -hmm. Michigan. And I happened to live uh, very close to these trails where three different Indian tribes, the Odawa, Ojibwe, and Potawatomi, and Wyandotte tribes, used to like traverse, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's like very uh, close Mm -hmm. to my experience here as a new, newly, I don't know, newly minted U.S. citizen. That sounds so (laughs) weird. Yeah. Well, and, and then you put on top of that the precarity And the struggle Mm -hmm. of this year, right, where Mm -hmm. Black and Brown and Native communities have been largely hit and affected by COVID-19. And amidst all that, you know, we're mourning, right? We're we're Mm -hmm. mourning kind of the loss, the loss of life, the loss of opportunity. And 
it's it's so it's such a weird time to think about, oh, what am I grateful for? Because I know so many people are thinking like this was such a trash year, right? Like 2020, <laughs> like dumpster fire, <laughs> like my God, like so many incredible figures in history have left mm-hmm. us this year. And mm-hmm. um, and so I think it's it's so easy to fall into that pit of despair and grief, and especially as we reflect on our on our ancestral history. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, how how do we acknowledge that sorrow? That, mm-hmm. that regret and that shame? And how can we transform that into gratitude? How can we practice gratitude so that we may be able to heal from those traumas? Well, for me, healing and feeling or practicing gratitude come hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I was actually reflecting on this because very recently, a dear friend of mine from college passed away and I had such a I don't know how to describe it. Like I was so devastated, Mm. but at the same time I was experiencing joy because I was reconnecting with people who all knew her, who were touched by her and Mm. her love. And also there was this moment of feeling, I don't know, like, wow, I can be this sad because I had the joy of knowing this person. Mm -hmm. And so I felt both feeling so simultaneously that it was kind of like I would, the healing and the the gratitude and the pain was happening at the same time. And for me, that felt very healing Mm. overall. It's like the pain that you felt would not have been as deep cutting had you not experienced the joy that mm-hmm. you had of knowing her, of interacting with her in her mm-hmm. life, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I think that's so beautiful. I think I was so surprised that I could feel joy in feeling sorrow. Right. And I think that in some ways, finding that joy within the loss and mm-hmm. and cultivating gratitude amidst loss, I think at many ways really aligns with the narratives that we choose to remember right? The mm. stories that we choose yeah. to to leave behind or to constantly retell. Mm-hmm. Um, and and not, not just about our friends and our family and loved ones, but also about ourselves, right? We mm-hmm. can train our minds to, to retell the stories that we want. Um, and that's a gift. I mean, I, I'm so grateful for our capacity to be able to do that. I mean, we have mm-hmm. that capacity to cultivate compassion. We have... Mm-hmm such an overwhelming ability to be resilient. And in as clearly as the case for you losing a loved one, you know, being able to overcome and work through that grief um, is a gift, you know, to not just oh gosh, survive, yeah. but to thrive, right? Amidst that loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a transformative feeling grief is, mm-hmm. you know, overall. And it really reminded me of Audrey Lord, who I've cited throughout the season, I realized, <laughs> Is she talks about how the depths of our joy is matched with the depths at which we can experience suffering. Mm-hmm. And she calls this reservoir of incapacity for feeling as the erotic, which she distinguishes from sex. So it's kind of like the energy that we cultivate throughout our lives that are very feelings based. And not always rational in terms of like the logical mind, Mm. which I think has a lot to do with mindfulness. Mm. Like it's not intuitive, right? It's not logical that from suffering 
you can experience joy. Mm -hmm. And so I think what Audrey Lord is saying that relates to mindfulness is that no matter the logical circumstances of your life, that you do have this other layer to your experience that you have full control over in terms of mm. your emotional capacity or emotional landscape. And I think that really goes back to the core of many spiritual teachings that suffering is not bad or inherently bad, and it's definitely not permanent. Mm -hmm. And so I think of gratitude as a practice that really gets at this teaching, the core of this teaching. Mm -hmm. And so you can try this practice where you can be grateful for a moment when you experienced pain and suffering. And when you set your intention on feeling grateful about something, you might question how does that transform your memory of that event? Mm, yeah, that's so powerful. Especially as I think about having lost my job earlier this year, right? Mm. When I think about that memory, I think mm -hmm. about, oh my God, I'm so anxious. I was so mm. down and out. But when I choose to refocus that memory on a moment of gratitude, right? Of, of, of mm -hmm. developing this podcast. Oh, I just got chills. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's transformative. And I think we not only have the power to shape how we ignite our memories and how we remember them, but also with how we perceive our current reality, right? Mm -hmm. A reality that is strife with loss of life, with, you know, loss of jobs, with loss mm -hmm. of homes, with loss of opportunity. When we focus our pain on that over and over again, when we, when we define ourselves with the situations that we see ourselves in a factual, logical way, mm -hmm. it reintroduces that pain into our nervous systems over and over again. Mm -hmm. And it makes it more difficult for us to cultivate gratitude for us to refocus and shift our attention mm -hmm. on the elements that serve us, right? And what a powerful way to say that we are in control of our nervous system because really mm -hmm. it's about giving your nervous system a pause, right? Like right. when you allow yourself to feel grateful, you are really allowing your body to take a rest, from that mm. anxiety, from that stress. And I remember when you were reflecting on losing your job and we started this podcast, one of the things that came up for you within these conversations was this idea of resting, mm -hmm. how like this was a really important period for you to rest and how all of your interest in meditation and healing really grew out of that. Right. And look at where you are now, you know what I mean? So it's so yeah. uh, powerful. And I remember I was at this meditation group earlier and we were all reflecting on this idea of resting. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I feel the most restful, meaning that I feel like re-energized, you know, not like mm. defeated by how tired I am. I feel energized and renewed when I have the capacity to feel appreciative mm. of the things in my life. Mm -hmm. Would you say that when you think about those things, when you mm -hmm. when you cultivate that gratitude or recognize that appreciation, it also gives you energy? Yes, it does. It totally does. Back and forth, right? It's vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Yeah. It, it nourishes me. It rejuvenates me. And you're really getting at what I wanted to say earlier in terms of feeling joy and sorrow. Like there was something mm. where I was feeling depleted by grief, but also renewed by it at the same time. And it was really, I don't know how to describe that, what that <laughs> experience is like, but it was very 
magical seeming. Yeah. Yeah. And it strikes me now too, that this period of time Thanksgiving occurs in the winter incurs during hibernation mm. periods, right? Moments and and cycles of rest where we're mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, this is when we tuck in and we look Gosh. inward and we spend yes. time with our families and, you know, we, we, we get warm mm-hmm. <laughs> and we rest, right? There's all these breaks that take place and it's by being able to do so that we can actually nourish ourselves through the use of gratitude. I mean, how many national holidays do we even have? How many days of rest do we get (laughs) as a nation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We talk a little bit about this too in the past of given that we live in a capitalist society Mm -hmm. and our worth is often measured by our product and how much we're able to get done, right? To do, Mm -hmm. do, do, do. Even if it's the weekend, you're thinking about what you have to do the next week. Even when you're on vacation, you're thinking about that checklist and that email inbox. Mm -hmm. This is a moment to really step in the present and rest mm-hmm. um, and take stock of all of the actual opportunity or incredible gifts that you've been given or that we have chosen to, to grasp onto. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking the, about, again, like the irony of how, you know, this year, many of us, if not all of us, are not going to spend Thanksgiving with our families, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because I was just thinking, you know, Thanksgiving for me is always kind of like a weird holiday because my family's not here. And so it's always kind of like being an outsider in other people's um, celebrations and get togethers. Mm -hmm. And in a way, it's not something I ever really like loved. (laughs) It was something I enjoyed, but not something that I loved. But then it's so strange because now that I can't do that anymore, I definitely do have this wistful longing or appreciation for those like boring, mundane, small talk, you know what I mean? (laughs) Across the dinner table or just like awkward moments where you're just like listening in on conversations that you have no interest in. Mm -hmm. It's finding those small moments. Yeah. In the space of loss. Right. And, and again, thinking about those memories in a different way, right? Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, exactly. right? Exactly. Right. Well, one other thing that I wanted to offer too is this beautiful exercise that Deepak Chopra um, mm. offers as it relates to gratitude. Mm-hmm. And that is, of course, on the one hand, writing a gratitude list, right? Thing, mm-hmm. Things that you're very grateful for or um, that connect with you in that way. But the other is to write a list of the things you would wish you had done. Maybe it was this mm. year. Maybe it's any other time in your past or a list of things you wish you had done differently but didn't do. Mm. And after you write that list, write it out one more time, but instead of just writing those items, write, I forgive myself for not doing X, Y, Z. I forgive myself for not working on that creative project this summer that I wanted to. Mm. I forgive myself for choosing X over Y. And Mm -hmm. I think actually intentionally writing that out is a form of gratitude Mm -hmm. to yourself. It's a Mm -hmm. form of compassion. It's a form of Mm -hmm. self-forgiveness. And like gratitude, all of those things are abundant, right? We have an unlimited flow Mm -hmm. and capability to practice gratitude and to practice Mm -hmm. forgiveness and compassion. And I think all of those things are so interrelated and doing that practice was really, really empowering for me. 
Yeah, well, you can't feel gratitude. Maybe you can't even feel loss when you're angry. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Beyond that, I think forgiving yourself and practicing forgiveness really opens up that space for you to connect, to connect with yourself, with others, Mm -hmm. with the universe Mm -hmm. that surrounds us and is within us at all times. Well, you feel worthy of that connection, Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. And when you feel that connection is when you notice those moments of synchro destiny, right? Mm. Which we can come back and reflect on and be grateful for. Oh my it's- gosh, I just had that yesterday. <laughs> it was so mundane. I was falling asleep and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that my life is so, it's, it was like boring. I had a boring, good mm. day and I was just mm-hmm. so happy about it. Right. Right. And again, yeah, thinking differently about the reality of your situation, right? In terms of in a logical, factual sense, maybe that's not so so wonderful, but you chose a different way. It allowed me to flow into that space of sacred destiny in the sense mm-hmm. that when I felt grateful about the mundane day-to-day that I was having, Mm-hmm. It just felt like even those mundane moments were of divine timing that I was like, it was just unfolding in such a perfect way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I felt like I was experiencing sync or destiny, even though nothing big or major was happening in my life. It just felt so perfect. Like you were at a point in time where you were open to accepting that mm-hmm. mundane, the yeah. mund- mundaneness. And yes. at that time, that's what you were experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it made me feel aligned mm-hmm. with, you know, the universe. Right. And seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's great. Well, I think that's a wonderful way to end our episode thinking about synchro destiny and really carving out that time to practice gratitude and to use gratitude to reflect on our memories and our present Mm -hmm. moment. Yeah. Do you want to finish off with some affirmations this week? Absolutely. So if folks could get comfortable and gently close their eyes. And let's just take a deep breath together. with a slight smile on your face. Today, I remember to be grateful. I'm grateful for the love in my heart, for the resiliency of my soul, and for the strength of my mind and body. With this gratitude, I feel one with my community and I feel one with the universe. Mm, That's so nice. Thank you so much for joining us along this ride. As a matter of fact, this is our last episode of season one Mm -hmm. and of this year in 2020. And we're so excited to think through and share with you a whole new slate of topics and episodes and conversations 
next year in 2021. Yeah, if you have any suggestions for how we might grow and evolve, please let us know. And until then, have a wonderful rest of your year. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Thank you for joining us on Are You There Universe, where we get to reimagine a new world together. We're so grateful to you, and we hope you can join us again next time to dive deeper into the intersections between social justice and spirituality. If you're curious about our other projects and extensions of this work, connect with us. We'd love to have you join our community on Instagram at areyouthere.universe. You can also find me, Sunny, at sunny underscore mystic, and find Jamie on her website, www.jamiewu.com.